So one of the things that I see over and over again is people searching whenever they're going to, you know, improve their lives, to make changes, to, you know, overcome whatever it is that's holding them down, and et cetera, et cetera. One of the things I see constantly and hear from people is that they get this idea in their head that they have to seek some type of perfection, right? So whenever we become aware of, you know, a, a better path for us, what happens is that we then start moving towards that and we're moving ultimately towards an idea. You know, we get an idealized version of what it's like to quote unquote, be a better version of ourselves. So we have this idealized concept of that and then we start trying to move towards that. Um, but the issue that I see, something that causes a lot of, you know, suffering and the discomfort for people is that they have this idea and the concept of what they're moving towards is confusing, you know, the real fruit and aspects of growth and like what's possible in that with a concept of perfection, an idea of a type of purity. And that creates a real problem, right? Because whenever you get this idea of like purity in quotes in your mind that you're going towards, you will always be failing, you know, and you won't ever really be able to fully feel like yourself. Because if you're thinking like, oh, I want to be this, you know, this perfect person, this kind of angel, as it were, this fully realized spiritual being, um, that's not possible. And you know what I mean? Because you're human, like we're all human. You can't get to this angelic place of, of being completely free of impurities. You, you know, you're a person and like part of being a person is, you know, having flaws, right? Right. So um, what happens is people get this idea that they want to become this pure thing. And so they kind of get uptight and they change their behavior in a way to fit an idea of how they think they're supposed to be, as opposed to just following, looking inwards and moving towards what feels right in terms of growth and development and change, as opposed to the idea of what should be right. And so many people have this idea that like those who are in the world of, you know, development and, and, uh, I guess, spiritual seeking and various things like that, that they are, you know, these levitating, delicate, perfect people. And it's weird to me, you know what I mean? Like, I get it, I get it. I understand why people have that idea. But, you know, I'll be the first to tell you that everyone I know, you know, I mean, I would say I know hundreds of people in the, the world, in the industry, and none of them are perfect angels. I mean, they're mostly, they're all great people and, you know, incredible people, but they're still just people. You know what I mean? It's like people, are, you know, hit me up and then they're always blown away whenever they find out that I drink, which is, you know, I mean, like, again, I understand that. Um, or they like, you know, people ask me questions about like, is it okay to use curse words and stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I do that constantly. I just, you know, the important thing is just to know your audience, of course. 
on my own path, like years in the past, I, I also did that. Now, that's what I thought you were supposed to do. I thought you were supposed to become this, like a part of enlightenment was to become this, you know, all white wearing, like levitating light, gentle kind of delicate being. And so I progressed towards trying to be that. And all I discovered was that it just made me more uptight. And ultimately it made me a little bit more like condescending feeling in how I saw other people. Whereas like, I felt like I, I kind of had this air of like, mm, can't engage with that because it's sort of, um, it's not as high-minded as what I'm going for. And, you know, it just kind of hit me one day that like, that's ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous because this character of like aiming towards this, you know, gentle, light, awakened being is just not real. You know, it's not real. It's not what the goal is supposed to be. You know, that's, and I think that that diversion, that's like, there's so many of these, I mean, I could start a whole podcast about diversions on the path because there's these like, I see them, the patterns of them, like in my own experience and also in just others and in the questions people send me constantly is that there are these series of things like dozens and dozens of experiences that almost seem like you, you must go through them at some point because you have to go through certain kind of pitfalls to understand why it's a pitfall and then hopefully to pull yourself out of it and come back to somewhere in the center, which ultimately is you coming back to being who you are again, because the pit one, you know, any of the types of pitfalls, you're trying to fit into this characterization of your idea of growth and, you know, enlightenment. And you delude yourself into changing who you are, into changing how you act, into changing, you know, all this stuff. And you're playing this character essentially, because you're trying to feel your way into what it would be like to kind of be that play this role. And then if you get in there and you get amongst it, you're like, oh yeah, this is silly. And it's not actually, and ultimately it's not providing you with what you thought it would provide you. It's like you go into whatever it is, you think that it's going to give you X and then you feel like, oh, right, this isn't, this isn't real because it's not um, making me become or feel who I thought it was going to be. And so then you lose interest in it and move back to center and kind of just come back to yourself again until you find the next thing, you know, that it is that you're going to do that you'll divert into and kind of go through this momentary hall of mirrors of delusion of self and then realize when it doesn't feed you that you're kind of starving a little bit, you're not getting what you wanted and then you pull back out of it. And so, yeah, like ultimately I think it's important and wise to think about where you're trying to go. Like what is the real fruit of the path? What are you trying to do here? You know, and it's not to become some shrink wrapped, uptight, airtight, characterized idea of perfection or purity or something like that. And really that idea of perfection and purity, that's a kind of a hangover of Western, you know, uh, monotheistic religions in, a bit, in a, a bit of a way. I mean, I th in my opinion, anyway, I think it's like, because the, you know, the main religions in America and Europe are all based upon like holiness being this kind of 
um, fitting into someone else's description of what you must be so that you'll get some type of spiritual payday creates a sociological mindset that we should be, you know, generations of people believing and pounding the idea and conditioning the idea into their offspring that we should be searching purity. But purity is ridiculous because it's defined by others. And so therefore it doesn't exist. And everyone's perception of what purity or uh, perfection is, is different because they're all subjective. So therefore it neutralizes the possibility of any single individual becoming perfect. It's because my idea of perfection is different from your idea of perfection and so on and so on. So it's really just kind of a fool's errand to try and seek that. And that's why it doesn't work. That's why no matter what you do and kind of what role you try and play, you can't get to it. And so what is it that we should get to, right? So what we want to get to, what the real goal of this stuff is, is learning to listen to your instincts, learning to listen to your integrity in what you're feeling in choosing to do what's right. Choosing to do what's right for you, choosing to do what's right by other people, choosing to, in the face of all of the experiences that you have, putting in the work and the effort to develop your self-awareness and a level of patience that you can then navigate your own life as who you are in all the things you enjoy doing and all the stuff that you know makes you happy and that whatever. You navigate all the nooks and crannies of that experience in each moment choosing to be as, you know, a, a good person, right? Choosing to be kind, choosing to be uh, nurturing and thoughtful and patient and tolerant and understanding and supportive of the other people in your life and of yourself. And the more that you focus on that in terms of being aware of the choices about what you say and what you do and the integrity that you hold in each of those moments, then the, the better part of your nature then emerges and you develop into a clearer version of yourself, a clearer version in your thoughts, in your mind, in your heart, and you reach the place of, you know, thriving, of moving forward on the path consistently and flowing into, you know, whatever the, the future that is that brings you with that type of, you know, mindset and also a, ultimately, what is the, the, the vision, the ability to do and be aligned with the best parts of yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast as always. You can follow me on all the social platforms at Hey Corey Allen. Um, share this with your friends, share it with your enemies, uh, share it with people you love if you like. And uh, yeah, also, why not go over and hop on and subscribe to my newsletter, Clarity with Corey, that's over on Substack. You can check it out on my website or through my Instagram or uh, Twitter links, it's on there. And I just opened a new uh, version, a paid version of it that you can subscribe to. And um, it's basically you get an email every week that's just for subscribers. So it's really been uh, enjoyable. It's a great way to, if you like to support my writing and the podcast and all that. And I just love writing and love seeing it out. So it's been a good thing. 
I hope you enjoy it and more good stuff coming soon. So until then, much love.